I still think we should have an intro. Just for the Yeah, record. we should have an intro. Hey, a podcast. Hey, you podcast. I'm your host, Sean the Sticky Stefan. Stefan and Dirty Dilf. <laughs> right, in the, right in the sticker. Wow. <laughs> Don't you fucking hate that when you get on like a YouTube video? It's like, hey guys, Johnny 699955599 here, and I'm here to help you change your toilet paper roll. Learn to floss. <laughs> Find this one thing in an obscure MMO. You like Easter eggs? I don't have a life. Let's get into it. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. Or, um, fucking uh, channels that, like, oh, hey guys, a bunch of you have been asking me whenever somebody says that shit, I just automatically assume absolutely nobody has asked them that. <laughs> or question has one never person been asked. has asked them that. <laughs> I received one email this week, and it was about this. So this is our content. So, Stefan, what'd you do this last whatever day this story happened? So, I've been listening to... I listened to... about. I'm at about halfway through Iron Maiden's discography. Oh, yeah? Is it I pretty gotta, rich? Is there a wealth? I, I got, I got a, Is I this got your a, first time listening to Iron Maiden? I only own the album Peace of Mind. So, it's got, like, The Trooper and one of my favorite songs, Flight of Icarus. And then I also had spent a bit of time with Somewhere in Time because it's a great album. It's got Sea oh, of Madness man. and some of my favorite songs on there. Jake and I always used to do the Somewhere in Time walk, like Eddie's on the fucking thing. We just like <laughs> strut like that. <laughs> but I was checking this album out since a guy I played games with on Saturday texts me. And he says, Judas, this guy at work told me that Iron Maiden is better than Judas Priest. What an idiot. And I was like, I don't know about that. They're both kind of in the same vein for me. Yeah. I, I told him I don't have an opinion, but I honestly feel that... Uh, well, Iron Maiden, more people are going to side with Iron Maiden. I think majority of people would say Iron Maiden. I'd say they're a little more popular, yeah. a little more mainstream. They have the fucking live show. I've seen them once. Oh, yeah? Like 70 rows back, you can feel the heat of the flames. Oh, my God. And fucking Bruce Dickinson's just standing there with, like, a fucking, like, like a, a mad conductor's like uh, sport coat with, like, coattails on it. And oh, he's yeah. just, like, two feet away from this shit. And I'm just thinking, man. You must be on uh, fire. Yeah, it's like that shit has to be so well choreographed. You have to hit your marks. Otherwise, you get fucking roasted in <laughs> front of 20,000 people. Crackle like a pig over an open But the, the real takeaway from my listening of Iron Maiden this week was Sam, Steve Harris, their bassist. That dude is... I don't usually pay attention to bass, but that guy is you amazing. You win 99% of America. <laughs> I know, but that guy is amazing, and he definitely goes in my list of like top bassists of all time. His bass lines Who have else great is on tone. that list? There's the three fingers. Jocko Pistorius and... Oh, Jocko's fucking great. Yeah. Too this bad he went crazy and... <laughs> went looking know. for fights and then got in yeah. a fight that he definitely wasn't going to win and went into a coma. <laughs> Died. Uh... But Steve Harris is just—he's just amazing, and he, I guess he writes like eighty-five percent of the material. Hmm. I was also shocked by that. He's got the great, rare. Yeah, he's got—he's <laughs> got the galloping bass lines, great tone. Yeah, he's got the three finger man, the bring, bring, bring. Yeah, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Bring, 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 bring. Dish, 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 dish. I'm, I'm starting to peter out though. I'm sorry, what was that, Doug? Dish, 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 dish. Bring, 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 oh, bring. Yeah, dish, now dish, I dish, got dish. it. Oh yeah, that's that good cut. I'm starting to peter out though. That I've got to the albums where they have their third vocalist. His name escapes me at this time, but Franco I had somebody else than Bruce Dickinson. Niren. 
yeah, between the guy that was on Killers and Bruce Dickinson, there's a third guy, and he's not. Do you think Bruce Dickinson wrote a bunch of like poems and shit just on napkins all over his house, and they'll find it after his death, like Emily Dickinson? Definitely. <laughs> Apparently, Emily Dickinson like was not even known at the time, and after she died, they just found like a bunch of shit. Like, like oh, this stuff's that's pretty like good. how a lot of poets and like writers though used to happen because you couldn't disseminate information that fast way back in the day. So like maybe this guy was a great writer, but like. He probably five, didn't really have the hookup. There was no open platform like yeah, there is. Yeah, exactly. Now. So, like, you could write all these awesome books, and your friends would go, wow, this is the dopest shit ever. But then, like, that's where it stopped. Because yeah, you got to buy yourself a printing press. Yeah, because <laughs> paper's fucking expensive in, like, the 1700s. Like, if you weren't, like, the holy church, you didn't just, like, have paper and ink laying around. Right. Straight up, man, if society breaks down and the power grid goes out, there's no more, like, you know, tablet stuff, electronic spread of media. Yeah. Printing presses. I'm going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> until, I got know, a bunch of them. Until the lights come back on. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some sort of, don't quote me on this, but I heard some sort of. I'm so ready to quote you. Right. I, had some, I heard some sort of. Uh, mentioned that if we got hit by a solar flare and it like knocked out a bunch of uh, like transformers and shit mm -hmm. it would take like a very long time before we would get to the point before we would be able to yeah we don't have the one. infrastructure like or years the, or something yeah like, like we don't have the ability to just replace millions of like power conductors transformers electronics and between I've seen a movie between like, like that. EMPs, because uh, like the, the the EMP blast of uh, of like nukes is also supposed to be something similar to that, where it's like if a nuke did land, it's gonna wipe out right, like right. all electronics in a certain area, and like that shit doesn't just come back. Like uh, yeah, if you detonate it in the atmosphere, the it creates an electromagnetic magnetic pulse. Mm -hmm. That'll basically just like fry. Yeah, a we had lot talked about things. that. They tried it in Ant Antarctica. They didn't really know what it was gonna do, and yeah. like. They were like far away from civilization and they still knocked out a bunch of shit. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like a couple nukes could wipe out all the like technology on the planet. Remember in The Simpsons, Nelson had that fucking Nuke the Whales poster? No. <laughs> Lisa was going to be his, uh, his girlfriend or whatever. They had a little thing, and she goes over to his house, and she's like, uh -huh. Nuke the Whales? He's like, I don't know. Got to nuke something. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I had gotten to watch more of The Simpsons. It was a pretty good show. Like that's I only re retain so much of that because my dad just had tapes of them that he'd let me watch in my formative years as like, you know, here's here's a pacifier kid. Go watch your cartoons for a little bit. Yeah, he liked them too though. Oh yeah. Also like living up north, um, we had just this fucking giant satellite dish that took like you could actually see like a little locator on your TV while it was rotating. <laughs> and it took like minutes to go from like the east end of the spectrum to the west end of the spectrum and there was a channel that if you knew what it was it like wasn't broadcasted but there was a channel yeah. that they used to beam episodes of the simpsons and right into your brain <laughs> right <laughs> you just closed your eyes and you were there no they used it to to like transfer the episodes of the simpsons so the channels in like remote places could record them and they would just be uh, like the episode and then just like like a blank t space for commercial. And it was all like in this like tidy little package for them to like edit. Oh, for their, just, yeah, their just, night. That just, would be like the nights 
yeah. broadcast. I had to get up like super early, like five o'clock in the morning. And uh, my dad would be like, hey, uh, you want to get up and watch The Simpsons before school or you want to go back to bed? And just be like, oh, Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't get to watch The Simpsons that much. It was banned in my house. Along with I, everything I believe, else. Yeah, I believe I've told you this guy's before. Corn. It, it was corn. <laughs> I didn't even... I, I didn't even like get into corn like that. My brother was into corn and disturbed and all that. But Simpsons was banned. Didn't get to watch like any of that, so I don't get to share in these fond memories as much. Because by the time I got into the Simpsons, is when it was already going downhill. Of just being a dirty little pop culture addict. Yeah. In the making. I don't know. You turned out well. I had I have Futurama though. I love Futurama. Oh yeah. My dad still tells the, he tells the story. He's like, I remember when they first started advertising and the cop robot shits a brick. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when it first was getting ready to launch. It's all over Fox. Right? I was like, Daddy, I want to watch this show. D- Daddy, please. <laughs> That's my father, Sean. Shame on you. <laughs> Maybe he's your father, but he's my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Gross! <laughs> well, I, I picked this one out for Sean. <laughs> Is that me? No, that's no. Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Uh, that's like the first, like, soundbite from our set. I was like, I gotta get that one. <laughs> Oh, God. Sadly, I did not get to watch, like, any TV this week. Yeah, me neither. I did watch some YouTube, but I can't recall what. <laughs> I've watched some YouTube filth. <laughs> <laughs> I did get me some more uh, engineering disasters. I actually They actually talked about, uh, in an episode of that, the big blue crane collapse. Remember that shit? I do remember that. Like, that stuff, like, it's crazy how that it just goes out of your mind, but, like... There was, like, a major fucking crane wreck at Miller Park. And, like, the wreckage of it. It, like, killed one or two, uh, a couple people, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, when they were were redoing the roof or whatever. No, no, they weren't redoing it. They were still building the stadium. Oh, yeah. It hadn't even opened yet. Yeah, they were building... Oh, because it was, like, the new stadium or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That just... I'm already got a slight fear of heights, but... Right. Oh fuck all that, yeah. dude! I, okay, like, I, like, like I don't like going up ladders. I don't. Yeah, I don't mind flying and stuff, but when I mean I get a little uneasy. But climbing ladders and then crane operation and stuff like that. God, that stuff's just horrifying for me. And then when you get just to a certain height, you actually just sway. Oh my yeah, god! Fuck that! What hole of is that. puckered? <laughs> the sphincter is tight as it gets. Cutting cigars with this bad boy. Like straight up, just going up like a fucking ladder to one of our mezzanines where we throw boxes for stuff that we need to keep for warranties, mm-hmm. and it just stays up there forever. <laughs> like I, I'd feel a little weird like getting up to that. Like just like maybe not going up, but once you have to like go over the ledge to get down, that kind that, of fucks no. That's what it is. It's not getting up there. That's right. the problem. It's getting down. That's the yeah, problem. Looking down. Because, uh, yeah, we, I used to do like, something similar, Oli. We did it, you know, the OSHA-approved way of lifting somebody on a forklift. Right, that up. doesn't bother me. 
Well, it does when you like have to climb over this la over this railing onto a pallet. But you're strapped in, right? Oh no, hell no. What? OSHA. Okay, we did it the OSHA way, and then we immediately broke the OSHA rules. Well, that was that was the joke because you're not right. supposed to do any of those things. Yeah. Like lift people up in forklifts. Like that's like a that's fucking rule number one. Like don't do that shit. Well, they do make. We, there are baskets that you chain to the forklift, and then you strap yourself into the basket. Oh no, we threw like those. a pallet on a forklift. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was our lifting mechanism because we didn't have any scissor lifts or any actual lifting stuff. Yeah, you want me to turn on the TV? It's on. It needs to go to a different channel or something here. Oh really? Um. So when you guys look up one. though, you never get dizzy because that's happened to me a couple times where I get like the height effect when oh, I look down. Oh, you got when some vertigo? Well, not vertigo. It's the same thing when I look down from an extreme height. That's, I've had a couple times where I look is. up. Uh, my dad actually has vertigo. Like apparently, it's from some of like your inner ear like yeah, breaking off, and it like floats around in the liquid that like tells I, you which way is up. It's Whoa. the same like fear, just of things just being abnormally tall. Is how I. Like last time we went to a ball game. I don't know if it was vertical. We were going up one of the escalators and uh, I was just like, it was kind of bothering me. And I was like, hey, dude, like, how's your vertigo? I was like, yeah, it's kind of bothering me. I was like, just uh, just close your eyes and I'll tell you when like we're at the bottom or we're at the top. Oh, just, like, yeah. Give you a little yeah, tap. That, yeah, that giant. Yeah, if you can't see it, it doesn't no. fuck with you. Yeah. Or like certain patterns on the ground. We have some like checkered tape hmm. to designate like areas where personnel who are not part of the plant can walk. Okay. And like he's he he told me and like I could see it. You know you like catch like a pattern, like a slanted pattern or a checkered pattern, it kinda looks weird and like oh, yeah, your yeah. eyes. Like that apparently like almost gives him the sensation of like falling. I mean, like does he get it bad enough where he's like puking and like having bad days? Oh he, uh, he really did function? when he first got it, yeah. Oh, it was like okay. slumped over. I, I haven't had anything that bad. What happened to me was Well, I've had it happen twice. One was we were at the base of like a skyscraper and I looked up. Oh man, that just like oh, yeah, messed that, with that, me. That's actually kind of. And then it was weird. We were at the Milwaukee Public Museum. I was like, we were on a school field trip at the time. I must have been in middle school, and they used to have the deep sea dinosaur. I forgot the technical name for it. They used to hang it over the vaulted ceiling in the main entrance. Mm. Looked up at that. Oh man, I almost fell over. It's just he's like so, that's so much. Tall. He's so big. It's, yeah, it's so big. <laughs> he this, could eat me. It's like the spatial. Differential, differential in size. Oh, it's so, just too so much like you'd me. be worthless around a whale. You'd see it and you'd just break. Possibly. Right. I'd like to think I'm not, but it's very possible that stuff in hard, but he's fragile. Whales can fucking like kill you with their like echolocation blast that they do. They're fucking like sonics. Just rip. I just out. imagine it ripping you to shreds, but I imagine it just turns your insides to mush. No, it like literally can like knock you unconscious or whatever if they like blast you in front of it. Yeah, it'll probably blow your eardrums too. Like, underwater. Apparently, whales like don't really care about humans. They're like inquisitive, but you actually have to like put yourself at risk and like go out and scuba dive because like the whir of like submarine engines and shit like that just freak them out. And Oh they yeah, well, well especially how like noise sensitive they are because right. like, they communicate over huge distances, so they probably have very like uh, sensitive uh, ears or however you know they. Well, maybe they communicate on works. such a low level that they don't hear you. Well, it's also the fact that they're in water and sound transmits like it's like something that's actually touching you. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you know, air is kind of like water in a way, but just really, really thin water. <laughs> yeah, really thin water. <laughs> These are my gills. <laughs> I'm a fish man. Why can't I have a deaf girl fall in love with me? 
Oh, that'd be awesome. So that uh, actually, the movie called what was the movie called? Uh, Shape of water. of water. Shape of Water. I was explaining the premise of that movie to the something GF. that will never reach the air. <laughs> yeah, to the GF. <laughs> no, there was a there was a not the onion article from a man who said this movie would be less interesting if it was about having sex with a dolphin. Said man who had sex with dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, apparently dolphins are horny little fuckers. Like dolphins, one of the only other species who commit rape. Um, I do remember that fact. Yeah, from, I do. Was that a QI? Uh, are we gonna get? They're a also fact one, <laughs> on that? Uh, they're also one of the only species that gets high for fun. Right. They like go to these puffer fish. Yeah. They find like I don't. I don't think they're fugu fish. That's from a Simpsons episode. Right. But there's essentially yeah, a puffer fish with a neurotoxin, and they'll like you know kill it. Break it open and take small yeah, bites to around. Yeah, puff, puff, to, pass, boy. Exactly. <laughs> and like, you know, so like, so like, none of them overdose or like just go nuts on this. They'll like do it together, like a bunch of stoner dolphins. <laughs> like, let's go get faded behind the school. Only it's like a school of fish. Um, I remember this thing about a woman who is researching dolphins, and she had one in captivity that she was like very close trying with trying to breed it, with. Uh, well it like tried to breed with her because like it s started it just, to see her as it's like attachment as it's like mate and like eventually it got I think it got defunded and okay. she had to like go away and the dolphin just got like really depressed and I think oh, it yeah. died oh wow I'm yeah. lonely and sad now I die that happens to some animals definitely. I'm a bad man <laughs> I'm alone I'm so lonely. <laughs> so lonely for feeling. That's a cool space background, man. <sighs> or not space, just a. Future. You want to know where I get all my hot art from? Imaginary landscape. I was just going to say, I Stefan's a big fan of backgrounds. He likes the big landscape Me backgrounds. Too. I had that. Uh, I used to have that, like. Uh, and uh, I do the cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. One, two. Yeah, I use a lot of those for media in the backdrop of my D and D campaigns. Actually, they're like really good mood setters. You have to like throw those up on the TV, maybe play a song or two. Just some yes covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I actually play uh, Gwen Stefani music videos on silent in the background to get my party in the mood. I was just talking about this week how Gwen Stefani's the new Miss Brady. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, she's a babe. Oh yeah, Mrs. Robinson. Some guy please. was talking shit about her. I was playing Rainbow Six and I was like. Gwen Stefani doesn't age, and she's like, that chick's ugly. And I was like, you are so wrong. Gwen Stefani. We were Paul, singing no doubt. Like they to say, each other. Paul Rudd don't crack. <laughs> Paul Rudd don't crack. <laughs> Paul Rudd don't crack. Yeah, we were sitting there singing no doubt to each other, and I was like, man, Gwen Stefani, that chick just like does not age. He's like, she's ugly. Imagine I was like, you're grown wrong. men playing Rainbow <laughs> Six going, hey baby, hey baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet it was a lot like that actually. Yeah, basically. Was that us who talked about that? already about Paul Rudd freakily not never aging because I had that yeah uh, I was we have talked about it okay, in a, previously but we can talk about it again because no, we I'm love Paul, I love Paul Rudd yeah Paul Rudd's the shit I Paul mean, Rudd last, intrigues me on the very last one we were just talking specimen. about we must find I would him study and him. squeeze him for his uh, for Jesus. his samples so his, we can find out the secret his, his secretions if you will because <laughs> we've even talked about him always bringing the same segment on Conan yeah, I remember the Marley Absolutely and hilarious. Me, uh, segment last week. No, Marley and Me's that book about that dog with cancer. What was the? <laughs> what, <laughs> oh, 
What was No, that's uh, the Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I saw a really good Owen Wilson gif. It was like a chick, like straight up deadlifting. And it was, instead of weights, it was Owen Wilson's head like superimposed on each one. And it was like, wow. Every time you did a <laughs> weight. Oh, that's great. Wow. I saw his tweet in response to all the hype he's been getting about this. And it is... I've only said wow a couple times, to be honest. <laughs> Supercuts uh, survey says differently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch He's, this supercut. <laughs> he seems very sub self-conscious about it. I've seen it on the Owen Wilson Energy YouTube mashups where they have him in the interviews and just tries to avoid the whole subject. Just accept it, man. Accept it for what it is. Embrace it. it. We love it. Yeah, I mean, no one's doing this and going, wow, Owen Wilson's a fucking idiot. They're saying, wow, Owen Wilson's a wow. Everybody has that, though. I know. Like, I'm sure is, like, like, listening back to myself. Yeah, you pick them out. You pick them out, and then... People have methods of speech. Like, a guy at work always says, that's the problem. Or the problem problem is, and uh, another guy says, uh, that's the issue. Yeah, I'm Matthew McConaughey a lot. I all right, all right, a lot of people. <laughs> like, I'm a big fan of the all so right, all right, so I'm all right. almost like, all right, all right. And then if you get someone who's savvy, they'll catch you and be like, all right, all right. At my job, I got a guy yeah. who says, here's the thing. I also have a guy who's majority of the time he brings up. <sighs> Stefan Weber. <laughs> <laughs> the thing he brings up. It would just be too easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. In response to every like issue, it would just be too easy if we did it that way, wouldn't it? Did your background just change in the last 35 seconds? Uh, my background changes every 30 seconds. I can identify with that. I had a conversation with the guy in shipping, and we were just going over this situation where something got mailed someplace in mistake, and we had a solution to it. And he was like, why don't you go try that out? And I was like, they're not going to go for it. And he'd be like, why? And then I just looked at him. He's like, because that would be too easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's so true, though. When you work with certain companies, they want things done just like a certain way. And even if it makes no fucking sense, mama gets what mama wants, man. You, you're paying the bills. Yeah. We uh, working for the government was a lot of that. A well, lot of uh, we want you to sign a, a document three times before you do a single screw. And we don't care that it takes you literally an inordinate amount of time oh, to but do, they do anything. Care. But then we'll still wonder why everything's over budget. But you know, that's just the that's just the glories of working. If it was it's fun like to the be fucking there, pay uh, you. the the Vorgons or whatever from <laughs> the fucking Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Yep. Everything signed in triplicate. They are literally buried in pee, left for three months, redug up. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they are literally a parody of our own government. Right. It's great. We have to build a highway through here. I'm sorry that there's a planet in the way, but I have a document that says I have to build. They're it. actually a. Um, I uh, I got an interesting thing on that because Douglas Adams wrote that back in an area where that was actually reflective of British culture, and I was just listening to a talk about. Um, it was a Google Talk thing. I don't know what they're called with John Cleese on it, and he was doing the rounds for podcast his podcast knockoffs, basically. Yeah, but it's like it's like a live audience too, like oh, okay. where people can come in and like talk or ask questions, kind of hmm. like a Kevin Smith thing. And cool. he um, has this book that he's promoting, 
And he was talking about like coming over here and being like impressed with our efficiency at the time in the sixties. At the time. Yeah. He was he, <laughs> so it was a, a while ago. He was talking years, of, yeah. it like in perspective of how it is now where um you know we're so divided as far as partisans, but back then he was talking about how Democrats and Republicans had like friendships across the ties and it was uh more efficient then. But then, you know, you also have to look at the sixties being kind of like well, it, it had its own barbaric ways, you know. Oh, I mean, definitely. I mean, it's really easy to romanticize the past. But that was that was uh, quoting him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, quoting him in the moment. But right. I'm saying, as far as like like us talking about the '60s and saying like that moment, like I've yeah. never done that really. Uh, oh, everyone's uh, guilty of some uh, form of nostalgia. Right, nostalgia that you never had. Yeah, <laughs> that you. It's like you don't really technically have a frame of reference. A lot of no, but like that. you do see a lot of people who definitely romanticize the fuck out of it, and it's very much like, well, you don't see the griminess not having lived in it yourself. There were definitely right. parts there. You know, there were still poor people, but still, you were still murders. There were still uh, midnight inequality. in Paris. I'm surprised that wasn't a bigger part of that movie. It is though. It's like kind of the whole crux of like the end of it of why he doesn't stay there because I, the girl he's. I have a confession. I didn't get to the end. <laughs> oh. I got I got seventy five percent of the way through. And no, I that's totally the it. ending because the girl he falls for in the past she romanticizes a more like a previous time that she looks at as the golden age and so she tries to get him to go even farther back he's like no 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 this is the perfect time in in, in history in paris she's like no 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 we have to go to the nut ne- in like in the netherlands like 120 years ago and it would be it's the best shit ever like she wants to go to the uh, baroque period oh yeah yeah and he's just like no you're an idiot and then he like gets home he's like i'm an idiot <laughs> They should they should make a sequel to that concept where they just wow, keep on I'm going further and further until they're like Moon single size their single cell or- organisms. <laughs> yeah, so first you'll have midnight in Paris, then midday in Tunisia, and then you'll have uh, two thirty crumpets in uh, London, and then that one will go back to like what like the Byzantine era. You're just a fucking zygote in a puddle of primordial ooze. Yeah, and you're like, wow, <laughs> we are the we are the proto hipsters because we yeah, are proto existence. Then suddenly that's, it's suddenly primordial it's, ooze. That's what everyone's dad's done on a couch. Suddenly, <laughs> really quickly, babies. it goes that's ancient Rome, ancient Greece, couch. ancient Egypt, and then it goes ancient Babylon, and then next thing you know, you're in a camp. <laughs> Wait, did Egypt come before Babylon? I suppose, yeah. Egypt was a little after Babylon. That's why I said ancient Rome, ancient Greece, Egypt, Babylon. Oh, you're going backwards, not forwards. I get it. Okay. Although, it would be really cool to see the the Babylonian gardens. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. There's a lot of ancient shit to be cool I feel like it might be like a little lackluster, though. Just like you think it would be super huge, and it's actually like kind of small. Yeah, and then it's like, well, the botanical gardens are bigger than this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we have the domes. And that might be cooler. I've actually never been in the domes. Oh, they're pretty dope, actually. You never had to go there for a field trip or anything? No. Well, I don't know. Uh, here, you don't when go I on moved here, much. when <laughs> when I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, go to the domes. Um, Dude, bitches love that shit. I'm telling you, it slays. Yeah, bitches love being called bitches too. <laughs> well, you, I you haven't had it. You say complaints. what you want to say there, because I got something to talk about the domes. Yeah, so. sorry, go for it. Uh, no, no. Go on, expound on it. I went to the domes with the GF for a bat. It was like a a bat conservation group. So they had brought in like bats, which at the time I thought we were going to be flying to the domes. But then when we got there, I realized how fucking dumb that would be because they'd never be able to find them all. (laughs) And people would be screaming and stuff. But they had brought a number of bats 
so we got to walk through the domes with guided tours and they explained how all the plants in the domes have a relationship to bats like tequila agave if there's no bats there's no more tequila guano because bats are the only thing that pollinate the guave that's needed for tequila so you know what we should do is promote it in like spring break culture like for every shot we sell of tequila we donate 50 cents to the bats i'd be game with that and then we moved into because they have another they have a they have one dome that's not really for an ecosystem it's more for presentations for housing or like, uh the baldwin brother and paulie shore yeah yeah that's, that's, that's actually where they there. shot the movie paulie shore still lives there and then he they has had a timeshare they had like an informative session they brought out a number of bats who couldn't be returned to the wild with damaged wings or whatever not and it was it's a good date man they have some they have activities at the dome. Yeah, you know, the older couples, you need good. to, you still need to go out sometimes, keep it alive, keep the romance alive. Yeah, keep well, it alive. We can't all just sit in our underwear and our stink and uh, stare at a wall. <laughs> pull, pull an Eric Foreman. Hey man, someone's got to edit this shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this hot garbage. Someone's got to make you sound like you're not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> to take a wiser man than you, Doug. <laughs> nice red cap you got there, Sean. Thanks, I'm thinking about joining a gong. <laughs> Am I right. saying that right? Gong? Let's take a break. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Preparation H, because your butthole loves you. This guy's just, it's going to be Because you did eat time. ass, America. <laughs> do, you eat, <laughs> do you eat ass, America? Well, you, you fucking should. Sorry, man. You can tell where my head's at. Let me get off of Iron Man. Right. Yeah. That's something with without lyrics. Yeah. All right. Suggestion box. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second installment of our suggestion box, where Doug gets belligerently drunk, writes things on pieces of paper, and puts them in a box where he uh, he then later rediscovers that he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> hey, man. You got to fucking have some bad ones to have some good ones. Hey, that's okay, what I'm saying. My, you should have some good ones by now. My first one that I came up with was Wowdy Wadney... Wowdy Wadney Wifey or Waifu. So it's a play on Rodney, Rowdy Rodney Piper. Yeah, I totally thought you were going to go Wowdy Wadney Wiper. (laughs) (laughs) So Rowdy Rodney's Waifu? Is that trying to do? Wowdy Wadney's Waifu? Wadney Wadney Wifey or Waifu? Waifu? Sorry, all I'm hearing is the fucking guy who uh, used to fucking host uh, Penn and Teller's Fool Me. Who couldn't pronounce his R? His Oz. His Oz. How about Waz? I had a guy in Fraser that did that. There's a, a a guy, and sorry if you have a speech impediment, but there's a guy. <laughs> They're funny. On, there was a guy with a YouTube content that uh, it was like really good, like space, like educational content, and it was like really deep. But he was narrating it, and he had like. The WR thing, <laughs> and uh, just like Hello. I should give him another like chance because 
it's really good content and I should just like get over it. Yeah, I mean, it's I like brave know. of him to like put himself out there and actually narrate when he That's has the thing that. though. You got to own your shit with that cuz like uh me and Stefan were talking earlier um about just the digs. Oh no, we all just did about the Owen Wilson shit. You just got to own it. Like I had a really bad right. stutter as a kid. I mean, I still kind of get tripped up sometimes just when I get super excited. When it gets amped, yeah. You can uh, hear it a little bit. But uh, yeah, I used to have a real bad stutter as a kid. It makes you self-conscious, but at a certain point, you kind of just kind of go, well, this is how I talk now. Fucking great. Uh, Stefan, for this one, could you call up a picture of Joe Walsh? Do you guys know who Joe Walsh is? No idea. I've never heard of her. Joe Walsh is the guy who wrote that song, Life's Been Good. Life's been good so far. My mom's a rotty, does one any fine. Oh. Okay, so uh, here's my here's my uh, my idea box. Joel Walsh equals Bill Maher with a guitar, in looks only. <laughs> in looks only. <laughs> he looks like uh, yeah, Bill Maher. He looks like hippie Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I could, I could see it. <laughs> I mean, Except we'll he's probably not a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very similar. I think Joe Walsh has a little bigger nose, but yeah. I mean. It's there. I More can of see an it. observation, <laughs> less of a suggestion, but I like it. I like the it. young Joe Walsh. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't have really much to do with that. There's but. a guy at work who looks like fucking George Thurgood. Oh, really? Yeah. You always ask him where, how the destroyers hey, are doing? watch this, though. Let's throw a young Steve Martin in here, too. Uh, what's the he he has the his link is the nose but his face has something like different about it how can we get how many more steps to kevin bacon let's see if we can let's see if we can get there (laughs) this is all gonna get cut yeah as the visual no 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 we're gonna keep going like steph we'll keep uh trying to get to kevin bacon so Um, joe walsh to bill maher to possibly steve martin so, um, Ooh, Kevin Bacon, this is gonna be deep. I gotta go so many levels with gotta this. No, some, you have to do it in less than six. You gotta do it in. We're going with young people, so I'm gonna use the Tremors picture because everybody loves Tremors. Okay, to reverse back to, um, in another step, maybe we'll find one with like Gary Oldman going from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> deep, deep. It's the, it's I, the I'm surprised there isn't a website where it's just like. They're Find in. people that look like this and just get me <laughs> to this. <laughs> Play the game for me. Okay, I had um, I had an idea for an advertisement for Rocat, the um, peripheral the computer game peripheral manufacturer. Yeah, they they own a bunch of uh, e uh, gaming teams. Yeah, like the, their fucking equipment's kind of trash though. Like the, all, I, all their teams are trash. I bought a fucking mouse and dropped it on the ground once and um, broke. Like, it was a really nice, like, one of those MMO mouses with all the buttons on it. Yeah, but yeah. you could pull the buttons out and, like, replace them with bigger buttons that didn't push the other ones, so you could, like, customize it. Oh. It was, like, a really nice thing. I was like, that's a good concept. I'll buy it. Fucking broke immediately. Thanks, Rocap. But, uh, yeah, uh, here's the idea on the so card. So here's an advertising <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. them. Pew, 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 Some sort of guy, like, playing video games. Whip pen. Wow! Like, large cat soundbite. Yeah. Rocap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, here's a here's a video game idea. Michael Flatley's run and gun. 
Oh, oh my God. You'd have to hold your gun yeah. steady At while hip dancing. Fire. Hip yeah. fire only. While dancing the world's most difficult jig. It would be, oh, it'd be a combination of DDR and fucking Call of Duty. You'd have is, the fucking thing going down the Or, oh my God, I could just see this going so many places. It'd be like one of those arcade adventures where it's like you have to shoot the guys with the gun. But you're also playing DDR. Or you, you get like to a certain level of like kills and then you get to like bring in your dance line and they're all just oh, like that, dancing that's your with combo. Dude, dude, everybody's got <laughs> an M16. Shoot, and you have to shoot with the music or while everybody's tap dancing. Like, oh, shoot your guns in there like God. six shooters. No, you can't shoot them in there because you have to keep your... Well, you shoot... Yep. You have to dance very irisly. Yeah. Like shoot your... Shoot at your own feet to dance. Oh, oh! What if it automatically shoots, and if you don't dance right, you shoot your own foot off? Or you're shooting at each other to make each other dance. Irish dance jig duel duels. <laughs> <laughs> be like a head to head, dude. It'd be like an online fighting game. Only you'd be I Irish dancing game. with guns. Golf with baseball bats. There'd be cricket. no control. There'd be no control. It's called cricket. But cricket, bat, cricket, cricket has a flat bat. A baseball bat is rounded. Well, yeah. You just you have, have a, no control. I mean, you have a flat head, but I don't say any shit about it. <laughs> you got another one, Steph? I got Steve Stephen Hawkins as Jim Hawkins in a <laughs> Treasure Island reshoot. It wouldn't I don't think that would land nowadays mm. with the whole dead thing. I know, it was too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of uh deaths, guess who died? Me. Keyboard cat. Oh no. Yeah, I know. Oh, I got a an advertisement for one wheel. Doug's favorite thing after he slipped on the banana peel. Right. <laughs> oh my god. I love that thing though. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to snowboard uphill to the liquor store? <laughs> <laughs> we have the technology. It, you gotta add an in the summer, and then I have no other no other thing, no other changes. <laughs> right. You ever want to snowboard in the summer? Uphill to the liquor store? <laughs> Both ways. Both ways. One wheel. One wheel. One product. One wheel to one wheel. Them all. One and in the darkness bind them. All right, uh, here's a movie idea. Oh, I got one of those too. Mine is. Oh wait, 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 wait. Can we have a head to head and whoever movie idea is yeah. better gets made? All right, all right. I think who wants to go I'll, first? Yeah, I'll I'll be the judge. That's fair. I don't have any I'll ideas start. of my own, so I'll t I'll take credit. A modern spin on Spinal Tap with YouTubers and streamers. That's not terrible, except for the fact that you'd have to sit through a movie filled with YouTubers and streamers and their shitty personalities. Well, they'd be all—they all right. wouldn't all be real. Oh, they'd, be, oh, they'd be actors parodying. Them. Yeah, because that's oh. how Spinal Tap is. None of those guys are. And thaw out Michael McKeon to like <laughs> repraise it. Wonder how much he'd cost now that he's uh, better call Saul famous. Yeah, I like that. I know, that was that was I a like solid that. idea. I, I really like the meta, like real world fucking reboots because all we're allowed to do is reboots anymore all right dougie what do you got for us uh crocodile dundee except with in an upper peninsula youper setting he wants to take <laughs> <laughs> you really want to make a show in canada yeah because that's what, that's what it was last time no, like yeah. well, guy from like maine <laughs> gets stuck that was a <laughs> so funny guy from maine moves 50 miles north to canada <laughs> that was the liberal lumberjacks like yeah. Yeah. that was supposed to be like land of the lost like going through time and space but he actually just like winds up 
in like having his like values flipped. You on just him have a real soft spot for fish out of water. Eighties trucks. I do like Harry and the Hendersons. But like I was trying to think of like a, a a character archetype that would be like the crocodile Dundee equivalent of the Great North Woods, essentially. It'd be like a doomsday prepper. <laughs> <laughs> just like some I, yeah. fucking kick ass moonshiner who's just like fucking big old grizzly beard, like huffs gasoline in his spare time and shit. Like, what's that? Uh, Meet the Whites or whatever? Have you ever seen that? Mm. That's just like, it's like some crazy Appalachian Trail hick family. They're all just inbred and crazy. Are you talking as about fuck. the guys from Alaska? I thought they were in like They like live in a two something. by four shack. Oh, that's something else. Because they had that whole. These are weird real life yeah, extreme are, rednecks. Yeah, extreme rednecks. That was yeah, that was literally a reality show thing for a while. Yeah. Like everything from Duck Dynasty to like swamp people. Yeah, because the one I had watched was it was an Alaskan family, and I remember one of the episodes was Oh! When it comes I wanna whale! So Doug's gonna go pick up his Amazon package now. But one of the Alaskan shows... This, I'm sorry. I just want to see if this plays out like a porno where Doug buzzes this guy in and he's like, I have a package for Doug Dobert. But the uh, the Alaskan show, I remember one of the episodes I watched was the three boys they had getting hooked up with a dating service. And okay. they were all like just so disconnected from reality because they live a completely different life. And all the girls they met were just like... Okay, that seems nice. You're freaky, <laughs> and I don't want to get leather faced. I'm scared, but there's a camera crews here. Yeah. So if I get murdered, at least they'll have evidence. Like one dude was a total neckbeard. He just like was into trench coats and swords and stuff. Like uh, even though he was so disconnected. Yeah, showed up with his mall ninja shit. Yeah. And was like ready to go. It's like I can protect us in the wild. <laughs> the I don't think Doritos fucking come from a plant. The well, only exposure I ever got to those kind of shows was when uh, the place was getting renovated after the fire of staying at a hotel. Oh, yeah, and that's all they cable. fucking had yeah. on. It was like 20 channels of just shit. It, uh, that was like my first exposure. Like, what happened to the Discovery Channel? Yeah, that. It's like now it's just they fucking hillbillies making a bunch of moonshine. And that man's name is Tickle. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hillbilly, like fucking oh, hillbilly Pawn reality stars. and Pawn Stars. I got a guy for I don't that. Mind, I don't mind Pawn Stars, though. It's, like, short and digestible, and there's actually, like, cool history around, like, an item and stuff. It's all staged. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. All cool meme, bro. No, dude, wrestling's real, too. Specializing memes. <laughs> Speaking of which, are we going to go to the WWE next time they come around? I'd love to, because I love wrestling. Yeah, wasn't Monday Night Raw just here? Yeah, we, and we flubbed it, but we should do better I love next wrestling. time. Because, like, if nothing else, it'd be fun to just be at that. Although, all my favorite wrestlers aren't really are, in... They're all actors now. Well, Rey Mysterio went to Lucha Underground, which is like wrestling turned up to 11. Yeah. The show is so fucking badass. It's like wrestling's roots. Yeah, yeah, basically. I remember they had a fucking, like, taco fest at um, uh, whatever docks are, like, right outside of Bayview, kind of by Kinnikinick, where all, like, the boats are and shit. And it was just like... the port of Milwaukee. It was just a bunch of place for places for... Um, it was like where people park their yachts. Oh, the marina. Yeah. Um... So there's like a little bar there that was like packed, and then they had Tell like me this the rock little. Showed up. No, like they advertised like fucking having luchadors, but it was like so fucking lame. It was literally like 50 people and six vendors. No luchadors. It was like though? try the tacos. You got to buy Chuck E. Cheese tickets, 
to redeem them for tacos and then that always gets me i already have a form of tradable value mm -hmm. don't make me exchange my valuable everywhere for valuable fucking nowhere but here <laughs> don't do that to me we already have money let's just cut out the fucking bullshit Tell that to fucking video games that have Jesus Christ, currencies. the fucking retarded amount of currencies you get in some game. Here's your here's your skin your your cosmetic money. Here's your fucking uh, character money. Here's your you know minor addition money. You know what really pissed me off in that same vein? What? They fixed it since, but they still kind of do it. Nintendo has like Nintendo points or oh, some sort of I've thing. Oh, I've heard bitching about where that. Where you, you used to have to buy it in just the blocks that they're offering. So you'd have to like spend more yep. than, yep. which was nice. Basically, in the fact you'd, you'd basically you like the worst eventually have enough for like a game for but the, worst the money that part about was like the, is the you, remainder. Is you always have like. A small amount of cash that you'll never be able yeah. to get rid of. I hate that they shit. But purpose, they've since yeah. fixed it, so when you purchase something, you can just pay for the exact amount instead. That's good. Yeah. Like, they're really killing it with the Switch. I want to go back to wrestling. You guys really want to go see, like, WWE? Because I do. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. It'd be, I mean, I'm not crazy about it, but I'm so into new experiences. That, like, I just think having, it's fun. Yeah, I don't, I like, know, exactly. follow along, really. Cause, well, yeah, I mean, I know. Like, we're all too busy to sit yeah. down and watch wrestling weekly, and, you know, God. You know, I, know what you I mean, mean, mankind isn't in it Today anymore, so. is 316, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to fucking... Uh, um, have a little like fun with our resident uh, wrestling fan at work because he used to be super into wrestling at that like at that time when he was like just coming to like uh, to power. <laughs> <laughs> the rise and fall. Dude, nobody beats the fucking Macho Man Randy Savage, man. I got you for three minutes. Dude, Hogan, three minutes bro. of playtime. Hogan think his, was a think fucking his intros, hero. You think his intros? Uh, Royalty free. <laughs> <laughs> Who was you know he had? He, I forgot. He did his own rap album. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had this fucking intro for a song. I know it by heart. He's like, "I'm the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey." Yeah. Ooh, I forgot. He, yeah. had, he had "Be a Man" and "My Perfect Friend." I remember those were on my. Oh, I got it up here right now. I was now. gonna say you. This one's for this. the kids. I played that shit. Yeah, I played that shit at work. Yeah. Like, of course you know. Don't don't act like you're just learning this now. Like, I, f I couldn't remember the name of the tracks. I forgot that he had it, though. Yeah, it used to be on my... It is, like, 90s boogie bang as fuck. There's, like, everybody say ho! Ho! <laughs> 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 yeah, I got a bunch of men. Dig it, dig it. Like, that's in the fucking song. <laughs> and I, I remember I sent you Sexy Boy, Shawn Michaels' intro, and he played it on his big speaker. The intro is just girls just... Oh, oh yeah, we'd like play. We work on second shift, and there'd be like engineers leaving, and you just hear Shawn Michaels' intro song just bumping out of the back of this electrical cabinet. You think I'm cute? They know I'm sexy. Oh my god, we were wilding out. I bet none of this is royalty for you. It's too bad. Who cares? So I mean, get ready to, you're get ready to buzz it. Royalty free. <laughs> so if uh, Chief Wahoo, which is kind of racist, we're, we're agreed on that. Yeah, like, he's racist. Oh, yeah. Looking back on it, is Tatanka kind of? Who's Tatanka? He was like an Indian wrestler. Oh, oh yeah. And he I was just like in the full Indian garb. Oh, yeah. All well, here's the thing. If you get an Indian to do it, no one can call him racist because he's making fun of his own culture. Mm. 
there's a ton of wrestlers where it's just like, let's make the most stereotypical thing. Like ever. Yokozuna. The I can't think of Iron anything Sheik. more than Yokozuna. The, 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 the Iron Sheik? Oh, we'll just take an Arab and make him evil. <laughs> yeah, Yokozuna. Here we go. I don't... Here's the picture. That is a big boy. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a sumo wrestler. I'm a sumo. <laughs> sumo. Yeah, Iron Sheik. Look at those big old titties. <laughs> That's a big boy. Damn, that is a big boy, though. Right. We're talking about leverage here. <laughs> talking about staying power. Yokozuna and Andre never fought. Weren't they kind of different eras? Like, Yokozuna was the 90s, Andre was the 70s. 80s. Yeah, really? 70s right. and 80s. Yeah. I wasn't for sure when Yokozuna was in the mix. Apparently the sheer amount that that man could drink was 30 just beers, right? easy. Yeah. And right. not even astounding. be that drunk. They were they fit in the palm of his hand. Stefan, yeah. look up the snooker player who could, like, drink a bunch of, like, alcohol. Oh, to do that would drink up. Okay. He apparently started drinking because he had some sort of heart condition, and his doctor recommended it for, mm. like, a remedy, and... He would like easily just like put away like a ridiculous amount, something like a hundred beers or something yeah, like that, yeah. and still be able to stand. And then like at, he would drink like that. Here ridiculous he is, Bill Werbnick. He I would remember like, this guy. He would drink oh, that yeah. ridiculous amount of beers during a snooker match, and then afterwards he was known to say it was like, like, like oh, well, what are you gonna do now? Instead of like going to Disney World, he's like, I'm going out for a proper drink. <laughs> <laughs> Some of work. I'm butchering this guy's name. Werbnik's. Werbnik. Werbnik. Most famous feats include drinking 76 cans of lager during a game with John Spencer in Australia in the 1970s. 43 pints of lager in a snooker match slash drinking contest with Scotman Eddie Sinclair in which after Sinclair had passed out following his 42nd pint, Werbnik was reported to say, I'm away to the bar now for a proper drink. That's the exact story you were talking about. Uh, when I saw split trouser incident, <laughs> I saw Carrie Elwes actually. Just to go back to Andre in the same. I'm like waiting for the sample. That's a bad mess. There you go. <laughs> uh, I I saw, I saw Carrie Elwes give like a little Q and A after like a, a screening of the Princess Bride. Oh, about the book they put out. Yeah, and he uh, he was talking them. about Andre. And this is like recently after dude had passed. And he was talking about this one time at this hotel when basically after drinking something like 90-something beers, he basically passed out in this hotel lobby. And after four people couldn't move, this like... Like they were like, they were like heaving and Holmes like, yeah. quick, flip him over, that's how Hendrix died. <laughs> they, uh, they basically tried to move him up to his room, but after four grown men couldn't move this like 400-something pounds of dead weight, they just like rolled him over towards a couch and like let him sleep it off. Because uh, like I think they even asked Carrie to help or something, and he was just like, "No, I know better." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a bunch of fun stories from that. Oh uh, yeah, dude, it sounds like they just had a blast. Like a bunch of the people were like nobodies and stuff at the time, so it was just like a whole cast of just kind of you know silliness and stuff. Except for the director, who was some big shit. I'm trying to remember who the director was. Who was pre? I I do remember the inconceivable guy was semi big, and he just did not understand, like. His yeah. role. He was just like, I don't get it. It's not. Well, yeah, and like, and to this day, yeah, people like come up to him and like know him for that and say like, inconceivable. And he just looks at him like, I don't oh, like right. this. Right. <laughs> I don't like this. I never got it. I like John Cleese was talking about. Uh, uh, somebody asked him, he's like, do you ever get sick of people coming up to you and doing the Ministry of Funny Walks thing? And he's like, yes. 
<laughs> uh, somebody asked him, he's like, how did you write that? And he's like, I didn't. Somebody else wrote it. And um, I thought it, the, we were all good sports at the time, and they asked me if I would do it. So I did, and it landed on the show. So then when they got popular and they were doing their live shows, first uh, night of a show at some place that they're playing, he comes out doing the Ministry of Funny Walks thing to just silence. And then he walks off the stage, and he's like, you see, it wasn't funny. I'm never doing that fucking again. <laughs> and then they say, they say, oh, oh boy, just give it one more night. And then he does it again the next night. Yeah. Fucking uproar. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. I like that. Did you guys, ever, did you guys get dude. into like faulty towers and stuff? Uh, you tried to get me in a couple times. What's but that? some of that more older British comedy just really misses with me. I just love British comedy. Yeah, that's the thing. You either you either love it or you hate it. I, I I like a lot of the more modern stuff, but some of that like that deep cuts like '70s British humor. I'm just like I can't even do American '70s humor. Just stop. Well, the only kind of like thing that they had to compete with the satire. Well, actually, I shouldn't say satire because um, one of the things that Monty Python did was not satire. They didn't do stuff that depended on like the context of the time. Yeah, or current events. It was just silliness. But sometimes they'd have satire jokes, and they'd just like have it come up on the screen, flashing satire, satire. Oh satire. yeah, dude, I remember that. Bit. Yeah, I mean they they dealt a lot in absurdities. Uh, it was that like this is so bonkers. Apparently, it was one of their philosophies was they would just write shit because. Like, they didn't have to have, like, an end goal. They just wrote it because it was silly. Mm -hmm. And when the sketch stopped being funny, they were just like, okay, we could just cut to a cartoon now. Yeah. That's why they kind of had that vibe where it was just, like, no transitions. This is random, but <laughs> it just worked. Yeah, it was basically, like, a precursor to the average sketch comedy show. It's like, we basically wrote a sketch with no end. Here's a cartoon. <laughs> yep. I love, uh, like, Weird Al does that at his, like, live shows, which is hilarious. He'll cut to cartoons in, in between his shiz. Because obviously he has all these, like, costume changes, because that man is a fucking performer. He changes more costumes than Britney Spears. Dude, for real. And, you know, like, the full, like, when he goes into his fat suit for, uh, like, the, in the full makeup and that. Yeah, for the I'm boom, fat. Boom, 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 boom. I bet Weird Al would let us use all his music. <laughs> he might, dude. He's such a good guy. Already oh, you guys know. have a no a no name podcast? Sure, you can use all my music. Wouldn't I that love that song. That's your horoscope for today. Oh my god, your friends are all laughing behind your back. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I like didn't understand what he was saying for like the first five years. I heard that. And eventually, I'm just like, oh wow, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right, let's take a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break and then eat that ass. <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will just pull these off for a second. 